Hey friend, really excited for this Portfolio Career podcast episode with Natalia Makulova. Natalia started her fashion business career as an entrepreneur at 19. Yes, 19. She's had many exciting roles at companies like Spring, Marc Jacobs, Vince, just to name a few. She's gone to schools like London College of Fashion, Parsons, NFIT, the Fashion Institute of Technology. She is currently the founder and CEO of Balanced Fashion, which can be found at balancedfashion.com. It is an event and consulting company providing diverse services. The company, more like a community, started as Natalia started blogging on fashion technology and conscious business a few years ago. This was while she was working at Spring, a leading fashion company here in New York City. So please start writing, speaking, any topic that you're passionate about or interested in. It could turn into a project, movement, or business. You never know. Natalia is equally passionate about energy healing and spirituality coaching. She credits an organization called Personal Development Nerds, or PDN, as an inspiration for her. Please check out Natalia on Instagram at natalimka, N-A-T-A-L-I-M-K-A. We talk about key skills like sales to build and grow your portfolio career. And as always, let me know what you think. Cool. Well, welcome to Portfolio Career Podcast. Your host, Steven Abinsky, is here with Natalia Makulova. Yeah. How's it going, Natalia? Thank you so much for having me. It's really good. <laughs> really good. So, Natalia, if we were to go to an event tonight, how do you typically introduce yourself? Right. So, my name is Natalia, and I'm... Uh, it depends on the event, right? It really depends on the event. <laughs> but most of the cases, I would say I'm a conscious fashion tech and sustainability consultant. So it is a lot of words, uh, but I do uh, identify myself still as a consultant in the field which I've been working for the past 16 years. So why I'm saying conscious is because it's big part of how I do business with uh, my clients um, and conscious to me means a lot of different things and I can go and dive, dive deeper into that. Technology and sustainability have been um, in the forefront of my focus in fashion um, career development and uh, this is what I really help with companies um, is technology side of things and also how to be more sustainable as in sustainable business growth but also better for the environment. It's very loaded. No, that's great. I think one you said that you're of your business and balanced fashion, that's kind of like your core business. Yeah. Um, so balanced fashion is the name of my consulting company and the movement that I'm creating also for conscious uh, fashion consumption. Okay. And balanced fashion is consulting and also events too so it's kind of like right. a two-pronged approach yeah so to me consulting is uh, almost just just like an overall umbrella name um, and it has a few parts to it one of the, the first one and more like the core part is my blog where I, I really dive deep about different topics on technology and innovation in fashion uh, business so that will be blockchain for transparency and transibility of uh, product life cycle or fashion tech solutions for a better production system or even diving deep into uh, different certificates or um, different like things that you need to confirm that your brand is sustainable. 
That also uh, is very much related with my newsletter that I send out every other week. Um, and that's a collection of different news and um, industry updates, um, very curated, um, those that I really feel that are need to be kind of read, and also a curated list of events in New York City and that include technology events, like creative events, but also fashion events as well and sustainability events. Um, so that list comes out every other week, but also um, the blog updates also every so often. So these are my core two principles of like creating a community. And then mm-hmm. from there, uh, the following that I get from the newsletter and from social media, they would be the audience at my events, mostly professionals. Um, and those events are organized um, once a month usually. It really depends on the season now. I'm taking a little bit of a break um, with events because it does take a lot of time and effort to uh, host those things. And when I travel, I also host them. So it really means I work with other companies and they help me be the moderators on the panel, for example, or create a workshop. So that has been definitely an amazing journey to create a community and also supported by in-person events, which I believe it's crucial Mm -hmm. um, when you're a community leader. And the consulting comes out naturally from it because once I identify myself as a professional in this field, people will come to me and say, hey, I know that you know about this topic. Let's work together on this project that I have. Or um, now I do a lot of writing for like white papers for different other bigger consulting companies and help them find their way into the fashion industry. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating to me and like, you were like an entrepreneur at like 19, I think, and started a company and then, you know, have a lot of different roles and very, Mm -hmm. um, but then right now within, with Bounce Fashion, you have such a multi-prong approach. Right. That's, you're kind of serving so many different, so many different groups in so many different ways. And sounds like you kind of identify it more as like a movement. It is a movement. Thank you. Thank you for again mentioning that it's, to me, it's all play and I experiment a lot and I really enjoy having fun and every single thing that I do and I like to do different things. Uh, I believe it's my personality but also I believe we are people who are we are creative by nature and we like to try different things and do different things. Um, Focusing on one thing at a time is good and useful skill, but to me, having, again, a portfolio of projects that I'm working on is so much more fun. I don't get bored so easily uh, when I jump from one project to another. And uh, to me, when I'm bored, it means that I'm doing something wrong or I'm not following my truest path or I'm not being true to myself or, you know, when work becomes like work you know if you feel like work then it's there's something wrong there (laughs) so to me these are the intuitively developed aspects of my balanced fashion portfolio and uh, the the big part of it is following what is uh, what the society needs right now what my audience needs and the movement is a very natural kind of um, development of where my community is going one of the biggest issues in the fashion industry that it's one of the most polluting in the world but also the issue is not many people know about it and know about the impact that they make by choosing and buying their uh, clothes whether it's online or offline education is what is really missing so another purpose of balanced fashion is educating the consumers educating the the customers the end customers by by doing that I'm really working with the professionals in the field and help them make the right you know decisions but also 
tell the right stories uh, around sustainability for the customers. So the movement really is more um, hashtag balanced fashion and uh, talking about what the what we are doing as brands and businesses, but also as consumers, uh, because everyone is a consumer, to create a better industry, to co-create it together. And uh, this is something I'll be developing in the next couple of months as I'll be traveling as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really, I was really curious as to how you got started, you know, because, you know, how did you... You know, you entered into a big industry. You know, how did you get started? And you know, I think you were—you already had another job at the time. Yes, and- yes. Actually, uh, I started back uh, when in when I was about nineteen. I I actually did start my own company, which was um, an online shop. And at that point, online business were was not really a thing. So it was really an experiment. A lot of like that trial and error um, and I did it in Moscow that's where I'm from originally so I had this uh, concept of bringing American designers to Russia to to Moscow and what really happened is I noticed that there's not such a big market at that point also there are some fluctuations with the currencies and it made more sense to bring Russian designers internationally mm-hmm. so I I didn't really approach that designer that designer the first designer that I worked with I met them at the airport like a long time ago and just approached them at that point and said, hey, at some point I'd love to work with you. And I remember she said that she's coming to New York to show her collection to Barney's and she asked me to just, hey, come in. You know, I know that you are uh, doing your own thing, but maybe you can help me with sales. And I'm like, oh, I didn't really think about that. So yeah, I totally did that and I loved it. I loved speaking with, you know, high-end retailers and like getting my way up as a 19, 20-year-old in the fashion industry, like fast forward, as opposed to me going in this like normal route that you would usually go for 10 years. So I started to be like that consultant, that salesperson, that PR person back then when I was still a student. So I would never give up that practice. I would still work with this designer, the first designer, Vika Gazinskaya. She's one of the most prominent designers in Moscow, Russia. But also with some other designers as I kind of got my experience together and got my database of contacts together. And uh, sales was one of my you know, biggest unexpected type of career fluctuations there, right? And it was... Um, it was really about consulting and hand-holding designers because they really didn't know what to do to get out in the international market. And I'm saying international because it wasn't just the U.S. It was really all over the world. So I would travel to Paris every season to showcase collections of designers that I used to work with. And that would be still as I was a student. So it was a lot of like balancing. <laughs> <laughs> Hence, like this name balance is something that I, I'm, I'm always identify myself with because to me, balance is not this ideal state of equals, is the state of where I feel I'm in the right and calm space in my life, where I'm invest as much time as I want to my relationships and to my personal life, but also this much to career. And that's why to me, balance is actually very much possible. Mm. It's how much I'm investing at this moment of time, not 50-50. Mm. And so you mentioned sales yes. was kind of like this unexpected career. Pe- yeah. yeah. And yeah. and do you, as now a community and movement leader and founder, do you 
Do you think that's a key skill? Totally. Yeah. I mean, it is a person skill. Like it's a people skill. Without that, I wouldn't be able to communicate with my community, to be able to clearly shape ideas that I have in my mind. I'm very future oriented. So I love to write about the future of shopping experience, you know, um, or uh, how we can apply blockchain again. Like this is not has really been done. So it's almost like creating something that hasn't existed. So communications and persuasion skills are really important to me. And also just being bold and not scared to just come up to a person and start speaking to them. And that was really something that I learned during my sales years. Also being, you know, I, to me, it's very important to be confident in everything you say and then learn something if you haven't really. It's like kind of like fake it till you make it, but in a more genuine way. Say, hey, I know that I I can give you value in this field. Just give me a couple of days and I'll bring everything together for you to you know, to use basically. So I, do, I don't say that I don't know it, but I say that I need time to put everything together. You know, it's mm. like, it's a different turn of it. And being persuasive that way has been really helpful in so many ways in my life. But it's also personality. I'm not going to lie. It doesn't work for everyone. I feel like my personality is, um, I don't know if you want to, can, can I go into human design for a second? Yeah, I'd love to hear a little bit more about what you're really inspired by these days. Yeah, so so really I'm inspired by learning about myself as a person and understanding what really, really uh, resonates with me and what uh, what I'm best at, what I'm designed to do. And what I'm maybe, it's like for me, sometimes I struggle a lot to do some things. Like for example, Excel spreadsheets and detail-oriented work. I'm just not great at it. I know I'm great in strategy. I know I'm great in sales. But when it comes to like down and dirty, I'm, I get really anxious and tired. So I started learning more about my personality. And I started to go into a few things. Uh, astrology human design and gene keys. Gene keys I'm just starting to learn, so I'm not going to talk about that, but astrology has been extremely helpful to read my chart, like my birth chart, and understand what are my strengths and what are my weaknesses and how I can turn my weaknesses into strengths by focusing on the better sides of me, basically. And the same with, with the, um, the human design. Um, there is a concept of uh, those different types out there of people. And uh, most people are generators, they call it. Those that create and they're, they're, um, they're born to create and work. Um, there are people who are uh, projectors. They are, they are there to design things and project, basically. There are manifestors, which I am, that are born to lead and show the way and they're also reflectors who are also like one percent of a population so it's a very special group but uh, manifestors are just eight percent so I'm now realizing that everything that I've been seeing and seen as normal is might be not normal for me because it's just not the way I work and not the way that I live my life which makes a lot of sense now that I'm accepting that and really following my true passion which is both community building but also going into like the spiritual development and self-development uh, route as well which I'd love to talk about that as well mm -hmm. yeah I'd love to learn a little bit more about 
um, self-development. Yes. So uh, self-development to me is constant learning about yourself and about what kind of tools that I can use to be better as in more efficient, uh, more kind, smarter, faster, but also more loving and towards myself and towards the world as a result. And um, I've been going through this journey of self-development since my early ages. I've been reading like books like Secret and Manifestations. And one of my favorite is Vadim Zelen, which is a Russian author, a book called uh, uh, Reality Transurfing. So these kind of books kind of really show me the way that I can create my own life and create my manifest things in my life. So I started my manifesting journey since I was 16 as I was um, accepted to uh, London to study fashion design to London College of Fashion. Then I transferred to uh, Parsons. So that was another part of manifestation. I realized I wanted to study business side of fashion. Then I transferred to FIT, which is a cheaper school, and I could really afford to have a better life if I, you know, kind of made made that choice. So there were a lot of things that I was uh, manifesting pretty consciously and I knew that I have a list of goals for the next like two, three, four years and I would be achieving them. And at some point I've uh, manifested a guy in my life, which is beautiful, beautiful, great bo- boyfriend that uh, we've been living together. There's been a about two year relationship. And once he left uh, the relationship, which was the biggest heartbreak in my life, and it was uh, something that triggered in me a huge depression. And, and that depression, I realized that, oh my God, something is wrong. <laughs> I feel there's something more uh, that I'm not seeing. The self-development route that I have been taken had led me here, but now I'm stuck. So I started to learn a lot more about spirituality and meditation, and I started practicing meditation. I've met an amazing group of people called PDN, personal development nerds, and I've met people who are also as inspired to be better every single day as I was, which I not necessarily was really exposed to this group of people before. I've been seeing it as like an odd one, you know, being like, oh, let's go around the table and share, you know, that wasn't like a really a common thing, but now in the group of PDN and again that's just a life-changing group of people have been really transforming my life so self-work meditation I actually got into energy healing because I realized that there were a lot of things that were blocking my further growth and uh, again that depression I was very open to this information I got my first tarot reading done back in 2017 and and I really really helped me and opened up like these unseen worlds or helped me see the picture of my life from a higher perspective and at that point I started to read tarot as well because wow that was like super helpful to me I really wanted to give back to people and I signed up for this Reiki course for a year Reiki course, which is an energy healing practice. And um, now I'm a Reiki 3 certified professional and I do this on the side as well. So I work um, as an energy healing coach, personal development from spirituality's perspective, and I'm a tarot reader. So there is another side of me that, again, I don't talk about when I meet people right away, but if I am in a, a community where people are very open to these topics I would also say it as like another thing that I do which is another income stream for me right now mm-hmm. and yeah. it's growing and do you do you utilize because I can, I can imagine as being a community leader that yes. a lot of people say hey Natalia I want to be like you do you look to 
use kind of like self-development, I don't want to say tactics, but insights yeah. to th- understand who that person is and maybe what kind of business or content that they could create? Absolutely, know? yes. So a lot of things uh, I also feel very intuitive and I have a pretty specific chart on my horoscope that tells like you're psychic basically without saying these words so I feel people's energy really uh, deeply and I feel like I'm becoming that person when I speak with them especially when we speak about specific like difficulties and challenges in life and I right away pick up on things that are maybe not seen by that person at that point and help them it, it's really subconscious almost. Like I'm, I'm grabbing things from subconscious and help them to put it out on the surface. And that may be also different ideas and projects and how their skills can be manifested in their life at the best potential at this time. Doesn't mean that it could be done in the, like further in the future, but what we're seeing, what we're looking at right now that we haven't been seeing and I can help them to kind of guide them through that, where they can shine most at this moment and what are they not seeing. Are you able to give an example? Uh, yes. As you don't need to say a name, but this was kind of the situation. Here's yes. what somebody was dealing with. Here's how you diagnosed it. Yes, <laughs> diagnosed is like a, such a strong word, but because uh, I, I, by no means, I'm a doctor or anything like that. But it's it's more about conversation and like a friendly conversation. So yes. Um, quite a lot of different examples like let me pinpoint one that was really recent it was somebody who i didn't know before at all uh who i've met at one of the events and they came up to me uh saying well i heard that you do you do energy healing let's work together and uh at that point it was like in the middle of changing the career aspect that she's been going through so I really helped her with the energy healing and with the understanding where the issues lay. I helped her first work on herself and work by herself to to clean those issues and to like kind of look at them and see opportunities in writing and creative writing that she hasn't really been exposing as much or wasn't ready to do yet. So now she's starting, um, like she's really starting a magazine and she's really creating something that she thought she's not ready yet to create, but the timing and the um, understanding that everything is happening at the right time is important. And and once you know that you cleared certain blockages in whether it's your energy field in your body or also in your past, you see um, these blockages from a different perspective and you're like, okay, well, actually this is not an issue. And they're like, well, now nothing is stopping me from starting something of my own or experimenting or seeing it as, hey, I'm going to try it for the next six months and see how it goes and that 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 was really inspirational for me to see that things can open up and and kind of steer faster once you let go of certain uh, blockages and by blockages I mean like not good enough like oh I'm not good enough yet no but what about if you experiment you're still better than anyone else in this particular field right now we just don't see it that way sort of from our perspectives a lot of times yeah yeah that's fascinating thank you yeah, it's been really helpful in my my self-development journey and I'm really I'm happy to give back and help people look at themselves from that perspective of I am actually the most unique and the most amazing person out there in this particular field where I'm strongest at or maybe where I'm most passionate about and and this is this is you you talk your way through it and then you realize that well yeah that's how I feel now mm. it's a lot of self 
self talk and self pep talk basically you need to do and self love trust i hope that everybody gets to meet you but if somebody wanted to use a resource or two to get a quick diagnosis is there a, mm-hmm. anything that you quickly recommend for people yeah so definitely uh, i mean astrology for me has been really helpful and it's not for everyone it is a science and uh, a lot of times horoscopes are very wishy-washy uh, because they're only talking about your sun sign which is your main sign but there are so many aspects of us that we kind of don't look at and it's important to know your moon sign, your rising sign. Your moon sign is your internal life that never really show out to the public. And your rising sign is the opposite. It's more like the public version, the mask that you wear. So a lot of times I can't guess somebody's uh, sun sign because their rising sign is so vivid that I'm like, oh, I didn't know that you were this. And so the, so going into astrology is important, uh, I believe, for everyone who's really feel drawn to it. And there are a few resources. If you just Google build my own astrology chart for free, then you'll be led to resources that do it. And then you'll get some explanation. But it's always good to have a professional reading done as well. I'm pretty vocal about things like that on self-development and spiritual growth on my Instagram. So check out that as a resource. I would say if a picture talks to you, then maybe read that text under it. Usually I try to post something that is related to a picture that I'm posting, but I talk a lot about different issues that I'm going through through spirituality so people can relate, but also general like tips and uh, inspirational uh, aspects of like how to love yourself more, how to trust yourself mm. more. So that's Natalimka. It's N-A-T-A-L-I-M-K-A is my at uh, Instagram. So just check it out. Maybe it will resonate. I hope so. And when looking at new projects, as you mentioned, Balanced Fashion, you said there's a lot of different components and, and opportunities that kind of come to you Definitely. or conversations. Yeah. How do you how do you analyze where to put your time right. and energy and, and resources to? Thank you for asking this question. That's actually something I wanted to touch upon too. Um, I don't analyze. I feel. How does that project feel to me? Am I excited? I'm actually going to write down things, what I'm like, the first thoughts that come to my mind, the first um, maybe where in my body I feel like stuck or, you know, like a little bit tense when I think about that project. So it's a lot about going within, like I'm going to meditate on it, right? I'm, I'm, what I mean by that, I'm going to take away all the thoughts and all the analytical aspects of this is amazing opportunity money-wise or this is amazing opportunity contact-wise or it can be like, a lot of work or things like that. So I take all of that down and then strip down and see like the core of it. This is the project, for example, writing for this publication. And then I feel within me, how do I feel about it? How do I feel about doing that versus not doing that and seeing what are the differences in my body? What are the reactions? So it's very central kind of experience for me of deciding whether I'm going to take on that project or not. Because believe me, I've made so many mistakes. I took on projects and clients that I didn't believe in at all, that I saw that as just an income stream for me. But then the investment of energy and time and effort that went into it was not worth the money that I got out of it at all. So to me, it's important to follow my intuition. And by that, I mean to follow the way I feel about the project as, as, as opposed to how I think about the project. And uh, with time, I train myself more and more to follow that. And it's been 
amazing journey so far. I recommend to try it to everyone, especially if you're open to experiment and try making decisions not from an analytical perspective. Yeah, that's fascinating. It is different. Yeah, I feel I acknowledge that. <laughs> <laughs> and what other, as we mentioned, have worked a lot of different areas within fashion yes. and have also gone through a variety of different certifications and stuff. Right. What other types of career advice do you give to people? You know, is it to get certain certifications? Is it try different roles? Play. (laughs) Certification might be great in your specific career choice, but at the same time, like I'm also developing myself as a coach and I don't want to call myself as a coach. I'd rather say friend that you can speak with about issues in your life, personal life. I'm really deeply passionate uh, about helping people with figuring out their relationship situations because this is something that I'm still going through as in my ex, you know, and, and, and kind of feeling the feelings, even though it's been such a long time, I'm still grasping to the the sadness and, and, and I'm living with it and I can help also others to navigate through the space. So why I'm saying that is because it's it's literally where I'm I'm going. I'm not following, hey, I need to in order to be a coach, I need this and that and this and that certification. I'm saying this are my point of my highest excitement is this, helping people with relationships or with their career choices. And that's where I'm going and I'm reading as many resources as I can about these things and I'm watching as many videos as I can about these things and I really am immersing myself fully into that topic of a particular issue in a relationship or a particular like soulmate connection or it's a, a karmic why it's called karmic what are you learning from them twin flame what does it mean so all of these like esoteric principles they come down to life to specific experiences same for uh, career development as in like switching from job one job to another versus leaving your job and starting something like an independent project or leaving your job and traveling the world I'm reading about nomads uh, digital nomads I'm reading a lot about how to create your own business on the go so so these things are really exciting to me I'm not reading because I want to be educated about it it's because like oh that's actually a question I have for myself or for that other person let me dive deep into that and spend like four or five hours just really immersing myself in it and maybe speaking with people who are also proficient on that and saying hey this is what I got out of it and with my background with my knowledge and some other people's knowledge this is the advice that I can give So, you know, being a coach means to me is not the certification that really matters, but my ability to adapt quickly and uh, be sensitive to that other person and and feel myself as I am that other person so that we can work together on a same level as me, uh, as opposed to me being this like trainer, you know. Um, so that's the approach that I would suggest doesn't work for everyone maybe, but I believe really, really deeply inside that we're all here to follow the flow of life as opposed to struggle and hustle and i realized in my life the more i hustled the more i suffered Mm. the more i let go the more i was happy and confident and calm self it's very distinct different feelings you know Mm. hustling versus flowing Mm -hmm. that's amazing thank you (laughs) (laughs) and um is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you'd like to talk about 
Anything that you I'd like to talk about moving my body and moving our bodies. I know it feels weird, but hey, a lot of we hold a lot in our bodies, a lot of emotions, a lot of thoughts, a lot of like other people's thoughts and energies. To me, the best therapy possible, it's not just this energy healing concept. It's about you healing yourself through body movements. And that could be anything. For some people, it can be working out. Some people can be uh, running, going out outside to the nature and, you know, just walking around and being not in boxes that we live in in the city. Also, to me, it means dancing. And uh, dancing to me is body movement. I don't really see it as dancing just because, oh, there's a music. I can dance without the music I can move my body it's about following where my body is stuck and trying to basically massage yourself in these areas and this has been really helpful to me over my lifetime I've been a dancer I've been a professional dancer since I was six I basically like training myself into those like international competitions been doing it for 11 years and then uh, was just doing like dancing for myself type of practices. And um, something that I'm currently developing as well is dance practice. And uh, it's really more out of passion and out of like seeing how much it's needed right now in our life than from the monetary perspective. But I know that money will come once I'm following my highest excitement, as I said. So this is something I'm working on. And I really inspire everyone just to try come home, put on your favorite music, strip down maybe, don't even wear anything, and just dance with your closed eyes. Don't look at yourself in the mirror, just dance for yourself and see how things will shift in you and you'll feel like you just like meditated for 10 hours or something. It really feels like it's a quick fix. And a lot of people, when they try it, they just say, thank you, I actually never done it before, and that's awesome, great idea. <laughs> are you laughing? Are you excited to try it? <laughs> are you now excited yeah. to try it? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm sure there's, as people are listening to this, they can't wait to, to learn more and to follow up with you. So Natalia, Thank what's you. the best way to people to connect with you? And So Instagram is a great way. I love DMs. Um, and uh, Natalimka is my at. So, so, so Natalimka is on both on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Twitter is fine as well. If you want to follow Balanced Fashion, that would be balanced underscore fashion. And both on Instagram and Twitter as well. And uh, email, uh, Natalia is N-A-T-A-L-I-Y-A. It's with an I and Y at balancedfashion.com, my email. So please reach out if you're interested in both fashion tech and sustainability aspect of what I do or um, the energy healing and coaching, uh, spirituality coaching, because this is as important for me right now in my life as balanced fashion. Mm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Natalia. Thank you so much. It's been a big pleasure.